What's going on, guys? What's a brand new episode of You Started Kids? And yes, we are late this week. Um, you can blame Derek for that one. Oh, I'm just kidding. It's not Derek's fault. Uh, we were just all so busy. We're transitioning into the VIP course, which we'll talk about. And today we're here for the first time with three people. We have Derek Wong. Say hello, Derek. Hi, guys. I'm back. Derek's here. <laughs> Derek was on the second episode, I believe it was. Yeah, that's two. right. Yep. Yeah. What was it called? Uh, don't quit your job. Don't quit your job. That was, uh, that was a good one. That was yeah. fun. And we have Sam here today with us. Say hello, Sam. Hey, what's up? Uh, I'm Sam. Uh, I'm, oh, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm just telling Sam to get a little closer because we're working on one mic, so it's a little bit weird. It's fine. Don't don't stress your neck or anything. <laughs> So what we're uh, just kind of want to update you guys a little bit. We uh, this is the first week we're having the VIP course. Derek and Sam are both students in the VIP course, working on the marketing team. If you guys have seen any of those cool videos on Instagram with the uh, sound thing going around it and the little sound bar, Sam is the architect behind that. Derek's been editing the pod. They've been working together with Emily to get everything out there. So you guys can thank Sam for that cool graphic. So welcome, guys. So Sam, could you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? What's your major? What's your name, obviously, and then. Tell yeah. what you're into. Yeah, so I'm Sam Lehman. I am a game design major here at NYU. So and I'm like into gaming and making games and like every part of the process. I like a lot of graphic design stuff. So it's why I'm like in the marketing team so I can work on cool stuff like video editing and graphic making and all that good stuff. That's awesome. So Sam, what got you into, like where'd you hear about the VIP? What got you to sign up? What yeah. was your... Uh, Derek was badgering me about it. He was just like, hey, Sam, I'm in this class. You should join it because it's only one credit. It's going to be great. We can have a lot of fun. And I'm like, okay, you know what? It seems like it's going to be a good experience to go and work on like, a real team. Has it been Yeah, I think nice. so. Are you enjoying, like, I get like it's a little, it's a little bit slow now that we're just mm -hmm. doing these little pod vids. I mean, we're going to have cool new stuff coming out because we're going to have um, – Emily had an idea where we're going to do like little video testimonials from each member. Mm -hmm. We're going to do it kind of like The Office. You have like little stills. You remember the watching <laughs> The Office? Like, have so you'll be like the architect directing all that because I know you're into videos and stuff yeah. like that. So you'll get a cool chance to play mm -hmm. with that. So I know you've, you've literally just got here today. But like what were your first thoughts when you heard about what Ustart is? How did it make you feel? What did you think was good? What did you think was bad? It seems like a really like a useful thing, right? Like when I was looking at the like, mock-up or whatever you call it today, and it's like you see the profile and you can see all your cool stuff on it. Like everyone puts their Instagram and their Twitters and all that stuff, so you can like have an easy access to what a person like is. It seems like a much more useful way to look at someone rather than the resume paper that just says I can code like every other person says I can code. Exactly. That was the whole vision behind it was to kind of get everyone you can see the person stuff rather than read about it. A one-shot bam kind of thing to help students. So Sam, uh, tell us about gaming. What are you into? What got you into gaming? Got you into game design? Tell them about yourself. Uh, I've played games since I was like about four, or like I played like console games. I think I played like computer games as like even little or kid. But I was just really liked playing video games, and I was like, I'm gonna own Nintendo when I was four. And I'm <laughs> not gonna own Nintendo now because it's not hey, making games. You, you, but oh, you never know, man. Yeah, I, I would well, rather be the Switch. But what about the Switch? Isn't that, that's Nintendo, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I want, I would want to like be the lead designer at Nintendo gotcha. now rather than be the CEO because <laughs> yeah, the CEO is a businessy yeah, guy. Yeah. The fun people get to make the games and do any kind of part where you you're part of like being the CEO of Blizzard or something. <laughs> yeah, well, CEO of Blizzard would probably be pretty good. I, I'd pretty, good. That, pretty, you know? good. pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. Sam's standards are high at top. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's World of Warcraft, right? Yeah. Awesome. Cool. I mean, I never, I never was into that. Me neither. But I know that's how they make most of their money. Yeah. Uh, Ten million people paying sixty dollars a month. Yeah. Sixty dollars a month. Yeah. 
Wow, they make a lot of money. That's like their main money. Like people think Overwatch yeah, is no big. Shit. And it's like, million dollars a month. <laughs> yeah, but it's like people pay forty bucks once for Overwatch versus like hundreds of dollars a year that's to play crazy. WoW. It's like they're making money off of WoW. Wow, yeah. that's insane. Wow, that's <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So Derek is also here with us. So Derek, how are you feeling about the transition from VIP to course? I know it's a little bit awkward in that room right yeah, it, now. Yeah, it, it kind of felt a little awkward at first, but, you know, as, as so long. You weren't here to see how – Sam was here to see yeah. how awkward I was when I was trying to talk to them. Oh, here. really? Because I'm like, oh I was thinking, I was like, Gary told me that everyone's coming here. No one's here yet. Where is everyone? <laughs> and then I see, like, oh, they're in 207. Oh, well then. Well, I mean, for, for the most part, I mean, it's it's just the beginning for so far. You know, sooner or later, we'll, we'll get the transition down. Yeah. And then from there, like, everybody's going to be working in their own, like, uh, sub-teams, as you mentioned, for the VIP, which will be very exciting. Yeah. So I'm very hyped for that. So am I. I'm very excited. I'm a little worried just because I'm, like, responsible for these guys now. But the cool thing is they're all open and willing to learn. They're all excited. Um we have a lot of new members. We have, yeah. yeah, we have a lot of new members. We have Sam. We have those four. That's five, six, seven, eight, nine. I counted ten, about like um, nine or ten people. Yeah, that, and there's some people that aren't even here. Yeah, some people aren't even here yet they, because they're like those, overseas. Yeah, but, something's going on. But they'll be here soon. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, I mean, that's that's your role after all, right? You're the, the main leader of this. Yeah. And that's that's kind of the goal here. Yeah. It's, I mean, you're just used to smaller teams. Yeah. It's, I'm very excited. Yeah, it's a new opportunity for you. <laughs> it's it's interesting. So I kind of want to, I just thought of this right now. I just kind of want to talk about, like, the idea of hard work versus working hard. Because, mm-hmm. like, one of the themes that we have for you start is uh, hard work. It's, like, do hard work. Like, not, like, it's difficult hard work, but, like, kind of work hard, but you have to do it. Because, like, because, like, if you tell someone to go work hard, you're giving the option of working hard. It's not implied that you have to... Well, you have to do the hard work. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to talk to you guys. Like, was there ever a situation where you had to do something extremely difficult, but then you walked out of it the other end going like, wow, this was awesome. I'm glad I had the opportunity to do this. I learned so much, and I can apply it like 10 times over. Let's start with Sam. Um, I think like in, if you're talking about more in like terms of like schoolwork, I guess, because I've not really worked outside of school. Sure. I had to figure out linear algebra to make like a first person camera controller one time and I've never taken linear algebra. It's been like three years since I've done any math. Wow. And I just need to like sit down and learn vector rotation matrix and everything and figure out why everything wasn't working and how to like map controls to everything. And it was really difficult. And like I got people who are like Jeez. actual coders on it and they couldn't figure it out. And eventually I just ended up messing with the numbers enough that it worked out. But I think it was pretty cool that I got to like do a real coding and math ex- like exercise in my game design classes yeah what a lot of people don't realize is a lot of coding behind that is mathematics yeah. there's a lot especially for game design it's all mathematics mm-hmm. there's a lot of physics that go into it because each game has to have like a physics engine yeah, so when yeah. you jump the guy doesn't fall off the screen you can see how, <laughs> how high he goes based on the character's weight ratio height and stuff like that am i correct yeah yeah it depends on like what you're doing like if you're working in a pre-made physics engine then you don't have to worry about a lot a lot of the time you're just like okay this is what the gravity is and i'm going to just tweak with all the numbers they did but sometimes if you're making your own game engine from scratch or you're just making like game engine based off really rudimentary like programming software you're just going to be like okay character needs to jump i need to like make a parabola and figure out how fast he's going to go on this parabola and everything that like goes into entails and that it's like oh he's going to hold the button he's going to move forward and back i'm doing this there's so many things that go into it this is what a lot of people like just really quick a lot of people that like love gaming they're like i'm going to become a game designer making (laughs) games is going to be but they don't realize like how much work goes into a game and how much time is spent like even 
even on the little like minute things and i'm pretty sure you appreciate yeah. that now a lot more for your games oh yeah definitely it's the minute stuff is really where the game design comes in is like going and tweaking all the numbers by like 0.01 and see like does that feel better to the player does this Jeez. feel worse can he still make a jump if i make him this fast or this slow there's like every little detail is like the really important stuff cool. yeah what about you, Derek? Was there ever like a situation that like was difficult that you had to deal with, and then you came out the other one feeling like ten times better? Well, actually, you know, when I first like was working at like you know you start right, you know, back in the summer when I had to like work in the front end, yeah. I actually didn't really have much like um, experience being able to like do like a few pages on my own. Yeah. Because beforehand, I was actually just you know I would just like frolic like, around a few here and there with like just a few things with like um, you know HTML and CSS and stuff like that. Well, I never gotten like the full chance and opportunity to just like you know make my own page because i remember during that time you've actually like assigned me like a few pages right yeah I, I and you told me you wanted to start yeah and then at first like at first it, it felt very difficult because i didn't know where to start where to begin like the splash page when people go to you today that's derek's yeah. brainchild right there. and that was something that just like for me i didn't understand how to do well enough but then you know with just a little bit of a push and just some help from you know a few other people i was you know, I managed to come out there and just like, I felt really good about myself. That's and that's like, you know, for one, like that in itself was, it was very difficult, but you know, it came out very well. Spoiler alert, you're gonna be doing the same thing very soon. I it know. Doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> that yeah. So we have a couple of new members on the team now that wanna do um, front end stuff, just like Derek, they wanna learn a lot more about front end, be able to flex those muscles, get an idea of what's going on. So you'll be working with those guys to create the ideas behind those things that we're not gonna talk about. So they know how to use those things. Yep. Sam, I'm assuming you know what I'm talking about. Yep. When I'm saying those things that we're not going to talk about here. Okay. Yeah, you, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sam looks so stressed right now. <laughs> <laughs> Derek's going to have to bleep the Sam shit out. Sam, all the stress out. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, rage quit. <laughs> He's going to walk out of here and drop the class. <laughs> oh, no. So, yeah. So, um... A time for me in that situation would have to be Calc 3. I don't know if oh, either of you have taken Calc 3. I mean, I've heard stories about Calc 3. Have you taken Calc 2? I've taken Calc 2, yeah. Oh. That, was the, that was as far as I went. If you think Calc 2 is hard, Calc 3, you're doing like triple integrals, finding the yeah. area under... Like, I, oh my God, that was one of the worst semesters of my life. You know, to be honest, I hated my friends when they kept saying Calc 3 was light. <laughs> no, it's Like, bull. you have no not idea, light. like, how smart they are. I'm just like, dude, stop it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Calc 3 is not light. Like, you're going to ask. It is anyway, not It's light. the hardest Calc. It's so obvious. That's why it's Calc yeah, 3. of course. <laughs> and that was very hard for me because what happened to me was I started with one professor who mm -hmm. was not teaching very well. He was leaving half the material and wouldn't tell us that we have to go ahead and study this on our own. So I switched to another professor, a much older guy. He had an accent, so it took me a little bit of a learning curve to learn. But the professor was amazing. So I was able to learn a lot more, come out of there. And it was just, it was insane because it was, uh, it was uh, one of like a flipping thing in my head. It was like sometimes you have to like make decisions to walk out of somewhere to like learn more because it's, it's not going to work out if you just sit there and wait for the guy to teach you and he's not teaching well because he assumes you know everything. It's, it's crap. Mm -hmm. That's kind of where... Like the mindset for you start is just it's kind of like we want you the student to like not just you start up anyone who like there's so many people as you you've probably seen Sam and you too Derek like a lot of people mm -hmm. call themselves entrepreneurs and they want to become like the heads of these companies and stuff like that but they're not willing to put like the hard work in like Sam I'm pretty sure you know ten thousand other gamers out there who want to become the CEO of 
or the head game developer for Nintendo, but they're not willing to put in the hard work yeah. to sit down, learn how this works. They just want to get there overnight. Because mm-hmm. like, oh, I played 15,000 hours of Super <laughs> Mario Brothers. I'm entitled to do No. <laughs> you have to put the hard work in. That's kind of like the theme I want to do for this one. Talk to you guys a little bit about more and get your feedback on it is is that there's a lot of hard work that goes into getting somewhere where you can like live comfortably. And a lot of people have unfortunately forgotten that because you sit behind YouTube, you watch a bunch of YouTube videos and you feel like, hey, Jack, Jane, and Johnny are now making $100,000 on YouTube. Oh, if I just make a YouTube channel overnight, I'll have a million subscribers. But it doesn't work like that, at least anymore with all the new restrictions. So kind of like, I want your feedback guys i'm like how do you feel about that and how the industry is moving forward have you like dealt with people that are like that i mean like you're telling me like your friends are saying like calc 3 is light yeah, work, it's really not light. no it's not <laughs> so if you guys want to like touch on like something like you've seen like personally like confronted that situation has anything ever run through your heads about this topic that's like do you have any ideas on well well could you just like repeat like so like when people are like entitled, like they feel like they're entitled to something, like a kid who goes to class and does like nothing, right? The kid is like sleeps and then he's like, why didn't I get an A? So, so stuff like that. Like, how do you like, what's your ethic on hard work? Like, what is your ideas and beliefs on hard work? Well, I mean, in terms of just like that, just hard work, it really just comes off of drive. You know, like if you don't have enough of that, just you, you tell yourself, okay, like I'm going to do this at a certain time. Because that actually happens sometimes to me where like I'll tell myself, all right, you know what, I'll, I'll get this done by like a certain time. But then I just like don't get enough of that, just that drive to just do it. And then I ultimately just like don't do it that day. And then just like it just becomes more delayed. And then just the more I say it without having that passion for it, it's just, you know, I won't get it done by that time. So pretty much to me, like hard work is just, you know, if you don't have that significant, just, um, you know, that thought in your mind that you, you really want to do it, then, you know, pretty much you, you really won't get anywhere with it. So you have you to know? have the drive. It's a, yeah, it's, 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 it's all about the drive, drive, really. What's like pushing you? Like, like what's, your, what's your reasoning for wanting this? Like, is your reasoning just because you want the money in the fancy car or is there something more behind it? Is it a passion? It's usually from what I feel, it's, it's more about just like personal desire. You know, like sometimes you feel like you just want that, um, just that thing to happen for you. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's it's almost as if it becomes a little too far fetched to greed. Yes. Almost they're like you you just tell yourself you want to do it, you know, because like I want to get these things and stuff like that. But in reality, if you don't really put in that effort, you're not really going to get anywhere out of it. So true. That's yeah. That's very true. You're right. Mm-hmm. What about you, Sam? I always think it's like kind of hard to determine like what like hard work is, at least from like what I see my classes and my classmates do. Because like some people you see do nothing and then they come in like the most amazing work. So you're like, okay, in my head, like I only know them as the person who's playing like Hearthstone in class or anything like that. But then I know they went home and they probably worked eight hours straight on this awesome game that they made. And then there's just some people who you see working all the time hard, like nonstop, and they make like some pretty like good stuff, but like and now we need the other work. So it's like really hard to judge for me okay is this person actually working as hard as me who's working harder who's not working hard because you see like so much different like how work attitudes and ethics like in, in person versus what they could be doing at home uh but i do think in general people who have better work probably are the ones working harder like there's some naturally talented people but yes. for the most part if you put in the work you're gonna get a better product so. yeah because it ultimately comes down to work i think of course there's some people who who like put in like 15, 20, 25 hours into a game, they just don't have that niche talent to make it happen, right? So you, like either their programming isn't that great or their graphic design isn't that great, they, they just can't do it. And some people do have the, 
as you said, the natural talent between behind them so they can go home for five hours and bang out Yu-Gi-Oh! Part 2 Duel Links. <laughs> really, like, sick, right? So they can, like, do that. But I think, like, hard work ultimately comes down to a metric you set for yourself. So, like, if you feel like 10 hours is hard work versus, like, Derek can feel 15 hours is hard work, it ultimately comes down to you. Like, I can't judge what you consider hard work being hard work, right? Mm. Or like Derek, what's hard work? It's more of like whatever, how what you feel is hard work. Like so, like someone can consider making like one YouTube video that's three minutes long hard work. What society judges that is not as hard work because you need to put out like daily content, get it out there, get all that pushed out. Versus someone who does that daily 35 minute, thirty-five minute, forty-minute vlog to get that out there and considers that hard. So I think it ultimately comes down to the base person. Yeah, it comes down to that. I think. Yeah. Yeah, it was funny because like I like uh, it's actually a funny story. Yesterday I was uh, I was coming back from an event. Uh, actually, there was like a, a tournament, right? And I was coming back with my friend smash? on the train. Yeah, it was smash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I was on the train, right? And then me and my friend we were just like we were just talking about like the game. And then all of a sudden, like these two people in front of us on the train were just like, "Hey, what are you guys talking about, right? Like, are you guys do you guys have like a secret language going on there? Can you tell me what it's about?" And so we were just talking, right? And then my friend goes ahead and takes the lead and starts talking about like just work ethic you're on the train like, you said yeah i was on the train and we just had like a random conversation with random strangers because they decided just like randomly butt in and just like because they were wondering what we were talking about right and then you know we, we we were talking and then he just takes the lead and starts talking about like work ethic and like having natural talent and it kind of like kind of just relates to this sort of sure do you want to touch on like, some of the stuff he said well it t basically it was more about like for example like the natural talent that you spoke of you know it's just about like the base of the person and having like their own specific drives and how they're able to just like you know they take this little time to do something compared to someone else right mm -hmm. and it's like oh like there's like a difference in skill gap right yeah. in terms of like a gamer you'll have like um, you know reaction times that are faster for a gamer compared to like a casual gamer right? right so that pretty much is just like showing like in terms of how long it'll take for let's say like a, a pro gamer to get this done versus a casual gamer to get like that same thing done it's just like there's a difference you know it's yeah. probably just from there it's probably just like natural talent just a skill gap yeah and then just all relates to like you know how hardworking you can be because with a pro gamer they could probably just like take as less amount of time and work that's compared true. to someone else that would take like more than 10 hours to get something done so you guys are both into gaming and i kind of want to yeah uh veer this to a topic esports how do you guys feel about this like you guys we all grew up in a generation where playing video games was kind of scolded upon where it's like yeah. go do your damn homework <laughs> now you have people making like millions of dollars a year playing video games professionally yeah. whether it's um what is that famous game called that everyone like the event was going on a couple weeks ago in blizzard uh, Overwatch. Oh, Overwatch. Yeah, the Overwatch yeah. League is definitely like what is like making or breaking esports right now because Blizzard's pouring millions and millions of dollars into like making up official esports. So it's not just like you and your four friends join up and you become a team and happen to get really good and all of a sudden get sponsored. It's like, okay, we're going to assemble the best players. We're going to put them in cities. So everyone's going to have like a player base they actually want to be part of. Like, oh, I'm going to be part of the New York Excelsior because I'm from New York or something like that. Sure. And it makes, and like Blizzard's trying to make it real. They're making it like an event that's tied into the game so you can get the skins of your teams and they're like putting and they're getting real sponsors they got sponsored by t-mobile and sour Patch wow. kids last week i think they also got sponsored by toyota too yeah that's they got, huge they got sponsored yeah. by like huge people because toyota like sponsors the new york giants so yeah. that's like 
these esports mm-hmm. games are now at the level of football teams. So yeah. that's yeah. pretty big. How do you guys feel about that? Is that exciting? Yeah, I think it's, it's very exciting. Really yeah. exciting because like that's going to be hopefully more jobs in the game industry and more yeah. people playing games, which is good for me because that's a better yeah, opportunity yeah. for me to get employed in the future. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Did you, did you guys ever like? Now that because this, this is a new dream for kids growing up now is I want to mm-hmm. become an esports star. Like, had you known, like, let's say you were born ten, like five years ago, and now you're in this world, you're five years old, you know, esports is a thing. Would you have focused more on the esports route versus like the school route? I don't think I would have because I think I always wanted to be the best person at games, anyways. So it's like if that would have happened, it would have just happened naturally while I'm doing things. Like I go and I'm playing in the Smash Club at school with Derek. Yeah. And like who's I'm, better? Go. I'm better. He's, he's better. <laughs> yeah. And I'm doing like super well. And it's like if I know I could be the best, I would probably have pursued it. But like just from playing, I'm like okay, I'm good, but I don't. I'm not the best, right? I'm not the person who's gonna actually be winning and making money. Sure, sure. And especially right now, it's still not like a feasible um career unless you're part of like overwatch league and yeah. getting paid your seventy thousand dollar a year salary by blizzard wow or something like that or you're one of the top league teams that are actually getting paid so much money so how do these guys become these league members like how do they become like how does oh like if you're an overwatch player how do you go to like blizzard and be, do you have to like try out or like how does it work so in mo- all the overwatch teams are owned by a, another team basically for the most part so like their cloud nine is an esports team it's okay. probably the most famous one and the biggest one so they bought the london uh spitfire for 20 million dollars from blizzard so right. we're so we're this has become legitimately like sports teams where you can yeah. buy and yeah, sell. Yeah, legitimately yeah. like sports. And teams. most sports teams actually own esports teams right now, or like the sports teams are buying up esports teams, which is where they're getting the money. So like, like for example, the Miami Heat bought the Misfits, and yeah. then they right. became the Florida Mayhem for Blizzard for their Overwatch team. That's part so of. So now it. Florida has an official state team for Overwatch. Yeah, basically, yeah. because the Heat owned the Overwatch team. This is it. huge. Like yeah. esports is the next thing because. People are tired of watching baseball and basketball, mm-hmm. watching the yeah. Knicks lose every week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is huge because this is something that doesn't depend on the weather. It doesn't have to be seasonal. It could be all year round. Mm-hmm. Do you think it'll ever get to Olympics level? Uh, I, think I think it has once. They they were not not there hasn't been in the Olympics yet, but they were league and CS:GO. I think maybe it might have been league and StarCraft. CS:GO is Counter Strike. Counter Strike, yeah. yes. Um, we're, My favorite game. We're, oh, yeah. <laughs> we're like bid as sports for the 2020 Olympics. I'm not sure whether or not they got accepted yet, or if they even decided anything like that. It's going to okay. be the Japan South Korea Joint Olympics, I think. Mm-hmm. So I think they were like, this is the place to do um, esports. If yeah, they're they're, they're probably going to promote esports like yeah. during the Olympics because these bigger teams. Be- come from countries like uh, South Korea, Japan, China. Yeah, for, for Overwatch League, it's Koreans are definitely the best. They're at, dominating. Uh, yeah, there's, there's, depending on the sports, like I think in Counter-Strike, like Counter-Strike, really it's good, like right? mainly Europe and Brazil have been wow. very good. Yeah. So it's very regional as well. So they could literally yeah. do uh, eSports Olympics. Yeah. You, get mm-hmm. all these countries together and have mm-hmm. them just bang it out on Counter-Strike. Yeah, like if you do it for like Counter-Strike, right? like Sweden might like dominate and it might not mm-hmm. be super fun to watch, but I'm pretty sure there's a couple, there are like enough countries would be competitive enough to get a good amount. I mean, it's kind of like soccer, right? Like, you have Brazil and Portugal that always dominate, (laughs) Italy's dominate. So there's always going to be countries that have the best team, but it's it's always going to be fun. Like, watch, yeah. Yeah. You can watch Canada go against, like, Mexico and (laughs) Counter-Strike. People are still going to watch it, I'm assuming. Yeah, at lot. first it's gonna be like like a new sports people not the mainstream people like like our parents are gonna sit down and watch this and like, yeah. oh, let me see who wins because they're not gonna understand it. They there's a lot understand. more rules to this yeah. whereas it's a, whereas like football or soccer is a game they grew up playing on the streets in school so do you guys think gym classes 
could be substituted for esports now? Because like you know how you have to have some gym requirements to graduate high school. Do you think they'll be like you can go play kickball <laughs> or Counter Strike, and we know which class is going to be empty? I think I think it probably wouldn't be because I'm pretty sure the more athletic aspect of gym is why yeah. it's a thing. It's not like we're going to make true. soccer players, right? We want our kids to run around. Well, with all the school. new VR stuff coming yeah. around, you got those treadmill things. Yeah, they're, they're like you do need to be in shape to play esports. Like the yeah. people take like mile runs every morning. Okay, and explain please. Because it just keeps your brain better if you're okay. in shape, and also you actually use a lot of your muscles in your hand. Like if you need to click a button 300 times a minute, that's a lot of strain on your hand. Yeah. People get there's like serious. Okay, what button doctors. do you need to click 300 times a minute? That's not a trigger. It's it well, Besides, like, usually the keyboard, it's a keyboard, you know, you're yeah. clicking a lot of different keys at the gotcha. same time. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, because they are PC sports, you're right. Yeah, yeah, it depends on, like, what thing. Like, I think StarCraft is the one that's notable for having 300 APM or actions per minute, where you have to, because you're managing a bunch of resources, and they're all mapped to different keys. So if you want to put, um, like, build two things at one time, you're going to need to click three keys at one time to, like, mm-hmm. select a bunch of different things. And it's actually it's pretty insane what the how much hell? you to put in, how much exercise it actually takes. Guys, let's just go back to Mario Kart. No, <laughs> we're just, like, A, B, X, and triangle <laughs> let's go back to that let's go back to pong so i like growing up i wasn't a gamer cards on the table i mm-hmm. like my first console was the game boy advance sp i got that because i wanted to play zelda four links of past amazing game still holds up did either of you guys ever play that yeah i, I played both i yeah. love that game it's it's i love all those Zelda games I love so those good. Games. And then my next console was the Nintendo DS for the Pokemon games, which I loved those games. Oh, yeah. Then I got the DS Lite, and then I fell out of gaming. I did some PC gaming where I played Batman Arkham, all oh, those yeah. Arkham games, mm-hmm. and Grand Theft Auto, because that's just my jam. Mm-hmm. But I was never, like, into the competitive nature of it. Never was into those online sports, or, or online, not their sports, online games that have become these esports. How do you guys feel like, because you guys started doing this, playing these games before they became esports, like, what... It's got to feel, like, really cool because I could be like, hey, look, people are getting paid 70K a year to do this. It's got to be, like, validation for you guys who always, like, felt, like, so great about these games, right? Yeah, it's super cool. Like, one of our friends actually might get, like, flown out by a company to go attend this tournament because he's, like, a top player in the world. What first. game? You don't have to say his name. What game? And so, wow. yeah, we have, Is there well, anyone yeah. we know? Like, I know. Uh, he, he attended NYU. Uh, actually, he was a part of Tandon, actually. Yeah. Okay. He, like, three years Is ago. Is that kid who did the YouTube videos? I worked in the maker, not the makerspace, the game lab. No, Probably I don't not think the so. The long hair, not him, right? No, no. not him. That's yeah. sick. But like, yeah, he's he he might get flown out. We don't know, but they're looking to fly out people who play his character, and he's probably the second best or third best. What's your character. main character? I I play Rob with the character on my shirt. Oh crap! Did <laughs> <laughs> he kick ass with that? Yeah, and he kicks pretty Jeez. serious ass. What's your main? Obviously, obviously, yeah. and mine is Bowser down smash. <laughs> <laughs> if you've ever played. Uh, Smash me. The first thing I do is whoever I'm playing with. Bowser has this move is where he grabs you oh, and I, he flips you over. The, he kills himself and you. Derek taught me that. It's my troll move that I do whenever yeah. I go into the game lab to play with anyone. That's like I call it the down smash. I find it hilarious yeah. because it's like because the, the guy just because he loses a life and I lose a life, so we kind of level each other off. But I just find it hilarious. I love doing yeah. that. Like one of the things like. How I met Derek, Minazor, and Gary was through our computer architecture class. Mm-hmm. So Comp Arc, I don't, I'm assuming you've never taken the course because you're, okay. So it's a very difficult t- course for a lot of people. So what we did was Saturdays, we would come into the library, we would sit down and we would bang out like seven, eight hours of Comp Arc. That was the only way we were all able to pass a class. But then Derek was kind of, he would bring his Wii in and when we would eat lunch or take a break, we were just playing Smash. <laughs> it was great because it, you still have your mind going and you, you're still saying active words where you're eating and watching a TV show. Your brain kind of turns off. But when you're doing this, you're still in there going crazy. So I think it's really cool for kids to not have this ability because 
in the medical field, game players are also being applied for operating like machinery that needs to be moved, little trinkets like, the, like yeah, VR simulation. Yes, a lot of surgeons are now using VR and AR to like practice, whereas using cadavers from back in the day. In the military, gamers have become a huge asset for flying those drones, those planes, because you guys need the hand-eye coordination. So I think that's really cool. Did you know uh, that's actually a pretty interesting thing? Like, um, I think in schools, like where they have like a potentiality for like like school shootings, they're actually teaching like uh, teachers like what to do in certain situations. So there's actually like simulations where like there's like a, a guy that's trying to like, you know, shoot a school, right? Okay. And then you can play as like the teacher and just like pretty much, um, you know, play out situations where you can just like... So they're training them on how to get the kids out of the classroom. Right? Yeah, it's a, it's a simulation, which is pretty cool. That's interesting. That's, I mean, I don't want to get into the politics of that because that's... Well, yeah. We don't want yeah. to talk about that. So, but <laughs> yeah. it's, it's interesting. So I'm very happy that you guys, like, you guys are both gamers. I'm very happy you guys are on this pod today. Thank you so much for being here. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we were... We kind of started off a little shaky and then we diverted mm-hmm. it to esports because like, wait, esports is huge. Let me ask them about esports because these But guys, yeah, it, it's actually... It's a very big thing. Although I have do have to say that like here and there, like the thing with esports is that it can be like kind of like an unstable job, because of course. because sometimes like you know you have moments where you could just fall off, right? It's like some people, like as I said, it's with the skill gap, right? Like some it's pros not a thirty can, year job either by any means. Is I mean it can game. be, yeah, some it people, can some be people actually been playing sports like like for a very long time. Yeah. Well, that's an older game, like right? Seventeen years. I mean, but like that thing you're talking about, three hundred keys a minute yeah. and all that stuff. Like the older you get, it's gonna be harder for them. Yeah, to Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the prime age for esports is I think they said eighteen to like twenty four. Yeah, like yeah. That, that's in your prime. It's kind of like programming. Programming, it's kind of like for coders, their prime age is between sixteen to like thirty. Mm-hmm. And then after 30, you're considered old. So you mm-hmm. better hope that you ranked up in the company where they're going to probably let you go. You can thank Mark Zuckerberg for that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys, thank you so much for being on this week. Is there anywhere they can find you that you want them to follow you on Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, anything, anywhere you want them to follow you? Go ahead, Sam. Uh, my Twitter is at milktoast underscore UGH. Uh, that's M I L Q U E T O A S T underscore U G H. Awesome. We'll have that link in the description. Do any, is that the only place that's you want to That's my main find? thing. Perfect. Derek, I've already mentioned ahead. my socials, but uh, drop it's, it again. I M S O S H I F I E D 09 for Instagram and Twitter. Those are my handles. If you want to follow me on Snapchat, that's also there too. Oh, shit. He's on Snapchat now. Yeah. Lady. <laughs> <laughs> I've already promoted my Twitch, so I don't want to say it again. Don't worry. We'll have all the links for these guys in the description. And as always, please follow us. Uh, follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. And uh, I think we're on Spotify now, too. We're on the Google Play podcast as well. It's we're everywhere. On yes, we're on Medium as well. We do. Yeah. So if you're a uh, – we should probably drop this in the beginning, right? <laughs> so if you're not an, uh, an audio person you want to read this stuff, Derek actually transposes some of these podcasts into article form where you can read it on Medium. You start today. We'll have all the links in the description. If you want to follow me, it's R-Y-A-N-R-O-Z-B-I-A-N-I across all platforms. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, tw- uh, not Twitch, obviously. Uh, Snapchat, <laughs> I'm not a gamer, as you probably got from this episode. And you can follow the Ustart everywhere. It's Ustart Today, except Instagram, because that guy decided to take Ustart Today, so it's Ustart.Today. Thanks again, guys, for listening. Please let us know what you think about esports in the comment section below. Have a great day or night. We have no idea when you're listening to this. Bye-bye. Bye.